0: MoneyFM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Tanker. Time now to take a look at some headlines that investors will be paying attention to. You know, it's time to start worrying when a company like Apple warns of slow hiring and spending on growth to deal with a possible downturn. And that pretty much affected Wall Street. We saw the Dow losing more than 350 point gain at one point in the session, right? Um, So not the best finish on Wall Street. Let's uh, take a look at. At what's worth paying attention to as we continue the rest of this week? Mary Nicola, who is Portfolio Manager, Global Multi-Asset Pine Bridge Investments, on the line with me. Mary, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Very good. Although it's a tough time to be looking at the markets because right now we're trying to get a sense of, uh, is there going to be a recession? Is it going to be a soft landing? Is it possible to take a look at what the Fed has done so far and if it's working or not?
1: Yeah, I think it's important to um, recognize that it's too early to tell because if you recall, monetary policy tends to work with a lag. Mm. And I think one of the key things that we did see or that saw some ease concerns in the market was Friday's numbers, where you saw the University of Michigan inflation expectations come down slightly. So showing that the Fed maybe this time around doesn't have to be as aggressive. So it doesn't have to, let's say, raise 100 basis points and can stick to the 75 basis points momentum that they've been going through. I think that's one thing that's helped ease concern in the market, that we are seeing some signs of of inflation stabilizing mm. but it's still going to remain high
0: yeah yeah we we do see that narrative right now like right? okay maybe there isn't a need to have 100 basis points especially with the bank earnings trying to sort of set the tone but we can be sure that there is inflation maybe not that high over the next six months that really would set the direction the kind of pace of growth for the next couple of years mary what are the possible scenarios we should look at here
1: you know, our key base case scenario for us as, as within the multi-asset team is that we do expect growth indicators to decelerate that we do think that we'll get what we define as a growth scare. So not necessarily a recession, but a lot of indication where growth is going to significantly slow down. And I think we're seeing some signs of it. So, for example, um, you mentioned companies like Apple talking about um, the need to not hire as yeah. much. And, and I think that's going to, to continue especially in an environment where cost pressures are rising for a lot of companies and can they pass it on to the consumer it's probably not as easy as it was in the beginning because obviously there's the average consumer is spending a lot on just you know the things like gasoline mm. so that's obviously ex- impacting their disposable income
0: mm. there's also the consumer sort of as you mentioned changing its priorities when it comes to whatever it's going to consume It'll be interesting to see how those Netflix numbers uh, come in as far as earnings are concerned. Uh, Mary, I'm I'm curious as well. I mean, amidst all of this supply disruption is another issue. Ukraine aside, China, they've got this zero COVID policy, yet every time they report a surge in cases, even if it's a slight surge, we all kind of get scared. How does this play into it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the, the the key things is, especially when every time you hear a surge in cases, the concern is that they'll have another lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown of the size of Shanghai, you know, uh, where where you can't, where it's very difficult for the global economy to see a lockdown in Shanghai where you get massive supply chain disruptions. And of course, the concern is, does that keep happening? And that's going to continue to be this dark cloud over the global economy as long as the zero COVID policy is there because of concern over supply chain disruption. We, it seems that we have a lot of the supply chain disruptions have eased. But again, if you have what's happening with between Russia and Ukraine, yeah. concerns over zero COVID, the concerns on, on, on supply chain disruptions isn't going to go away.
0: Mm, yeah. Mary, finally, I know you've touched on this a little bit. I do want to talk about all these factors in mind, right? What these dynamics mean for multi-asset allocations. And, and obviously, as an investor, where can I find value right now?
1: Yeah, I think right now the it's, it's a very difficult market in general because for the last, you know, since the GFC, all we've seen is equity markets doing extremely well because the Fed has been nearly at zero in terms of rates and has encouraged. You know, money moving away from risk free assets into risky assets. And now that the tide is turning, now investors are saying, you know, where do we go from here? Mm. Especially in an environment where rates are rising. And that's going to be a difficult scenario. For now, where we're looking at. Is something like, you know, China equities. We're okay. talking a bit about China, but China equities for us looks attractive. It's one of the few countries that is actually stimulating. So okay. you're seeing monetary and fiscal stimulus. And that's actually something that we've seen, um, you know, the, the past month, equi- um, China equity markets have actually done well. And we think that could continue. In especially over the course of the 9 to 18 months, which is the time horizon that we look at uh, for our investments. So that's where, for now, we've been looking at. And some of the other things, too, we're looking at is adding, adding allocation into um, U.S. treasuries as well. In some parts of the curve, we think it looks attractive. If the market starts even being more and more concerned about a recession, we think especially somewhere like the 20-year or the 30-year, could could rally and do well in that sort of environment.
0: All right. I've been speaking with Mary Nicola, who is the Portfolio Manager, Global Multi-Asset at Pinebridge Investments. Mary, I really appreciate your time this morning. You too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.